0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Being a Psychic Medium. I'm your host, Sherry Lee. This is episode 12. Now, in this episode, I wrote a few things down, but this is going to actually be more of a very real example of how things work, of everything I've been talking about. And I'm going to pull it from my own life because it's currently happening right now. This is my life right now. And this is bringing into focus all of the ideas about frequency and vibration and demons and narcissists. It brings everything into focus. So, currently, I work at a cannabis grow-op. Yes, another one. This isn't the same one from before. This is another one. And something I have noticed about cannabis grow ups is that they all have a very similar energy. I have my suspicions as to why that is. You know, cannabis might be a medicinal plant, but it's very psychotropic. And the terpenes and the smells that you get off them, they're a very oily smell, and it gets into your clothes, into your hair, into your skin. And it almost like drugs people. It's just like it changes people's mindsets. It makes them maybe act in ways that they shouldn't act. It affects them in ways that maybe they don't expect. They don't realize it does. It gets into your bloodstream. That's just my suspicion. I don't think it makes things better when you're dealing with a certain kind of person. I don't think when you add THC in the oily aromas of cannabis, I don't think it really helps things. But I digress. That's just my theory on it, having worked in these places for a few years. This grow-up, much like the last grow-up, has a very dense environment. The energy is very dense. Very negative and toxic. Many of the people that work there, and they have told me these things, and they've told each other these things, report a lot of paranormal activity. Doors opening and closing by themselves, alarms going off when there's no one around, shadows on security cameras, dark, floating masses, balls and orbs moving very fast, disembodied voices, motion sensing lights that trip when there's nothing there that you can see with your own eye anyway. People have told me numerous times how they suddenly feel ill. They suddenly are drained of all their energy. And this goes ha- This goes on, this happens, I was going to say, on an almost daily basis. People get hurt a lot. Now myself, personally, I've only been at this place for a year. But things started happening almost right away. And just being the way I am, I've heard the disembodied voices. I've seen the the dark masses. They do move very fast. I've seen golden orbs drop down out of the ceiling. I've seen white balls of light drop down out of the ceiling when I'm sitting in the office. Um, I've had things being knocked viciously off my desk. I've had lots of premonitions about that place in dream state or when I'm just sitting there kind of disconnected. I'll get an instant image in my head. And these things come true. They always come true. I have a lot of premonitions. This is probably something I didn't mention. I am a psychic medium or whatever you want to call it. I just, I have a lot of premonitions. This has happened at least four times. A couple examples of that. The biggest one I remember is I was sleeping or just almost asleep and I had this premonition of I could see my workplace, but it was all dark and there were red lights, red floodlights on, and there were these dead people walking around. And there was this big, big, tall thing with black wings walking around. And then all of a sudden it shot up through the roof and I could see like a swirling cloud and almost like a vortex. And then the next day when I went into work, I drove into, this is a small town, maybe like 10, 15,000 people. So like a small city all the power had gone out and I I ended up at work and apparently what people suspect was a tornado hit the city and all the power was out. And the one grower told me he's five minutes away from work. He told me that he could hear what sounded like swirling winds, like a vortex before the power went out, and I saw that in my vision the night before. Another one just happened about a week or two ago. I walked into the one grow room, and I could hear someone say, oh, the power's going to go out later. I heard it in my head, and I just said out loud, because I was the only one in the room, and I said, it's not going to go out. It hasn't gone out in a while. Well, sure shit. At 9.40 in the morning, I was in that same grow room checking things. The power went out. Now, these grow rooms are dark. When the power goes out, when the lights are off, they are very dark. But I wasn't scared because I had my phone. So I went up to the door, and I knew the keypad wouldn't work. But I couldn't get out of the room. I tried the handle, and and the door was locked. And the other grower told me, she said, it's a safety feature. The doors should open when the power goes out, but mine did not. I was locked in that room. I don't know if someone was trying to make a point. They didn't, because if you think that's going to scare me, it's not going to scare me. I just texted on my phone that I was stuck in the room and I got out. But things like this happen all the time. I've had many instances where I heard the power was going to go out and then the next day it did. I have lots of premonitions about that place. I have a lot of, or I get a lot of, very intrusive, suggestive thoughts Like I'll be on a, it's a vertical grow, so we grow up in the air. So you have to use scissor lifts. And oftentimes when I'm on a scissor lift, I can hear someone going, why don't you just jump? Why don't you just jump off the back? I'm not, yeah, like I'm not going to do that when I'm 20 feet up in the air. It's very negative, very, yeah, I would classify it as demonic. I've been overcome with sick feelings when I was out in the fertilizer room, I felt like I got hit with like a ball of energy and I suddenly became sick and had an instant migraine. That's just a small example in the past year of what has gone on here. I've had the security guards tell me of the things that they've seen and no one wants to be in this place by themselves. Even the security. It's a very active place with a lot of negative energy. There's also lots of very low vibrational, narcissistic people that work here. There's also a lot of sweet, very sweet people. People that are just trying to make a living. But they're not the ones winning here. They're not the ones winning This is very much a location and environment and a group of people that kind of feed in to the overall energy, the very toxic energy of this place. It's very palpable for me because I'm very sensitive. It makes me feel quite awful at times. I sense and see and hear many different energies. Some of them are, is just the living energies of people people's shitty energy. Some of it, that's all it is. Some of it is dead people, angry people. But these people don't want to move on. I've tried to. They don't want to go. You can't make them. And some of it, the tall, dark figure with the black wings, you know, it feels like demonic energy to me. Now, my whole point of this is This is that low-level matrix energy that I was talking about, how everything feeds into this dynamic. Now, my direct boss, he's no peach. He feeds into this energy as well. I think he's quite messed up personally. He is a huge covert narcissist. He's very low vibrational. He's on antidepressants. He's a former alcoholic. He's in his 20s. And he is very addicted to cannabis. He grows his own. Now... The type of antidepressants he's on, I'm pretty sure you shouldn't be on a THC-based cannabis product, and he smokes a lot. He comes into work, and he's high, and he'll just come right out and say, I'm high as fuck. That's not good. He lives in a very low vibrational narcissistic world. He's always looking for sympathy. He's always feeling sorry for himself. But he also treats people like shit especially me, because I'm directly under him. And you know that look that they get on their face when you can tell that they enjoy how they treat you? He loves it. He's always trying to trip me up, and he's always trying to suggest things, and I'll just be like, dude, that didn't happen. He complains endlessly. It's a nightmare working with him. Well, the other night, I had a vision of him, of what he looks like spiritually, energetically, in the spirit realms. He was on all fours. He was half naked. He appeared to be chained to something. He was bouncing around on all fours, flailing his arms around up in the air, chanting these weird chants. He was kicking around. It was very animalistic. It was very creepy. It felt very low-level demonic to me. He was saying and chanting these weird things that I don't know what he was saying It's almost like ooga booga and he's like all like his arms are flailing up in the air and he's just kicking around and it was very disturbing to see that. But that's what he looks like spiritually. The next day, he says to me as we're walking up the stairs together, he says, man, my legs are really tired and sore, but I don't know why. I didn't do anything to make them that way. I don't know what happened. And I instantly thought of my vision that I'd had the night before. And I'm like, I know why. I didn't say that because this guy's also hardcore Catholic. So any suggestion of paranormal and supernatural and people with abilities, it's that organized religion thing, right? You're not fitting into the box. It's like, I know why. I know why. So this is a very real world example of what I'm talking about, how your frequency and vibration and the things you choose and how you choose to live. Do you choose daemon number one, which is a connection with God, or daemon number two, which is a connection with the devil? And there's things that go along with each one of those connections. How are you going to choose? This is what it looks like spiritually. He chose a connection with the devil. And this is how he looks to me spiritually. He looks like a little demon chained to his master. That's how he looks. He acts like what he is. Spiritually, he is that low-level demon bouncing around. And it affects him on a physical, it filters down through to your physical being. A few hours later, he is the physical embodiment of that little demon bouncing around, chained to its master. That's what I mean when I say the choice is up to you. He chooses his vibration and how it all manifests He is a narcissistic a-hole with a substance abuse issues who is treating people poorly. And he presents to me like this, and this is what he is. Being a bully works. So why would you, why would he change? You're choosing your vibration. You're choosing what side of the road you choose to live on. He's not the only one there. There's a lot of narcissists that work at this place. You can see it in the air. It's thick. It's sticky. I can see it. I can feel it. I can smell it. This is the matrix that these low vibrational people create. In me, not being low vibration, I get to experience it like this. And there's a lot of great people that work there. And I wish they would find something else because they deserve better than this. But yeah, this is what I'm talking about. When you have you have to choose better. You see, you have to choose thing one or thing two. Daemon one, daemon two. Every daemon, number one, is associated with a ruling angel or archangel or prince that connects directly to God. Everything two or demon two connects to a ruling demon, a prince of hell, however you want to say it, which connects to the devil. And there are certain behavioral patterns and vibrations and energy levels that correspond to each one of these choices. And he chooses the second road, the road of the demon, the road of the devil. But here's the deal. You can always choose differently. Like I said, the choice is yours. But he chooses to be this way. I thought you could use a real world example, a real time example from my own life. This is what I'm living right now. And yes, I am looking for something different because I can't stay there much longer. It's not getting better and it's not going to get better. The stronger I get, the more I reveal about the way things are, the worse it's going to get for me. And I know that. After I post this podcast, it's probably going to get worse for me. But I accept that, because this has to come out. These messages have to come out. So there you have it. From my own life, I practice what I preach. I'm talking about what I'm living. So on that note, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your weekend and a great new year, and I will talk to you later. Bye for now.